DCI Spring Journalism Competition is just around the corner and you don't want to miss it. We'll be taking submissions in the form of video, graphic design, and a news article. This year's prompt is to create a story on a person or event anywhere in the Arcadia Unified School District that has promoted joy. The deadline for all submissions is April 17th, 2022. Winners will be informed the following week and will receive recognition the week after that. The submission form along with additional information may be found on the DCI website at dciausd.weebly.com. Feel free to email dci at ausd.net with any questions you may have, and good luck! Hello everyone, and welcome to Season 5, Episode 9 of Keeping It Arcadia. My name is Ashley Chen, and I'm excited to be hosting today's episode. In this episode, you will hear from the presidents of two of Arcadia High School's organizations. First, Hannah Aguilar will be speaking about EDI, the Equity, Diversity, and Inclusion Committee, and their mission for students across campus. Then, Joshua McMahon, president of the Black Student Union, will discuss what it means to him to be a Black student at Arcadia High School, as well as plans for the club in the future. But first, Wesley Chen will be speaking to one of the orchestra's officers on their upcoming spring production, including the awaited reveal of its theme. Hello everyone, I'm here with Zoe and Alexa, two members of Orcus's Dance Company. Would you guys like to introduce yourself, how many years you've been dancing, and what your position is in the company? Hi, my name is Zoe Liu and I'm a senior. I've been dancing for about 13 years and my position on the team or the company is dance captain. Hi, I'm Alexa Latanua. I'm a junior. Um, I've been dancing roughly about the same 13 years and my position on the company is the member relations officer. All right, so just to begin with, so why is the theme called Maze of Memories? How did the orchestra's team come up with this theme? I could be wrong, but my guess is that while you guys are dancing, we will sort of travel through past memories and emotions. Um, what are your takes on the theme? Well, I mean, it's kind of um, the right guess. Um, throughout the show, we're taking the audience through a literal maze that is divided into sections regarding feelings and experiences that an individual encounters throughout their lifetime. Yeah, and the past like two years, we just wanted to focus on like the theme of time and specifically how the past two years have affected and impacted our personal lives. And we wanted to just showcase all of these emotions and obstacles um, in the show. Considering you're a senior this year, Zoe, how meaningful is this final spring show to you? Um, in terms of like my school life, this is probably my biggest and highest priority. Um, I'm really looking forward to getting to the show just because this is my first and last big final like show and I'm just really excited to present and display like all my hard work and I'm really passionate about what we've accomplished and yeah. And um, for Alexa, how important is this show to you as well? Um, well, I mean, I think just like any show really is important no matter what year it will be because um, each company, we all go through different experiences together and I think especially with this year being the first year back like in person after COVID and just everything else that's happened, um, it's been tough and I don't know, we've, um, we've shed a lot of blood, mm -hmm. sweat, and tears for this, and I yeah. think I'm just ready for the audience to see what we've been working on. Yeah, um, the company has, like, sacrificed a lot of their free time, and we spent 
hours and hours of rehearsal, so we're all really looking forward to show what we've been working on. Yeah, so I'm sure you guys have worked extremely hard. Could you give us maybe a rundown on sort of the practice scheduling, whether it's before school, after school, or something like that? <clears throat> okay. <laughs> so every morning, because orchestras counts as a zero and a first, so um, regularly we meet at like 7.30 and we go until first period ends, so that's roughly mm -hmm. about two hours in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, after school, uh, rehearsals solely depend on what dances you're in and um, the schedules for each dance. So not everyone's schedule is the same, but um, usually after school rehearsals last around three hours. Um, but there's also some periods of time where you have two schedule, two dances scheduled the same day, which which results into like six hour rehearsals. But that's usually rare. Yeah. And as we're approaching um, show season, we're having uh, Saturday rehearsals, and those are usually like also like three to four yeah. hours. Yeah. And once April hits, we're going to have like basically daily after school rehearsals. Yeah. Well, through all these practices, have any of you sort of developed a favorite dance for the show? Maybe a specific style that you guys enjoy or one that has maybe more energy than another? can't take my eyes off of you mm, is a yeah good one. I love that one um it's a contemporary jazz piece choreographed mm -hmm. by one of our guest choreographers Ja, ja. Love I her. love her choreo yeah uh, she came to choreograph this piece for us called can't take my eyes off of you and yeah I, I think it's so. one of our strongest pieces yeah. yeah and it's a it's a very well-known song so yeah I think the audience will really yeah enjoy, enjoy it. it I think another dance that will be a fan favorite is um Cap'n, yes, our definitely piece made by director Kylie Gee King. Um, it starts um, our second act of the show, and I think it's, I don't know, it's kind of like girl power, yeah. I guess you would say. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, very high energy. <laughs> yeah, and like the dances are kind of, some of the dances are mainstream, and they're like really, yeah, high energy. So what can the audience sort of expect to see at the show? the show um, you'll see many dances that vary from different styles whether that's going from lyrical contemporary hip-hop jazz all sorts of that um, and most of the most of these dances are very student choreographed mm -hmm. um, and we also have um, special guest choreographers that come in to teach and structure a piece we're very grateful for them so you'll be seeing a lot of those and then visually, um, I think it will be very intriguing for the audience because we are working with an, an amazing um, graphic designer who's making all these graphics and visuals that um, take the story along. Great. Well, we're excited to see you guys out there. Be sure to check out Orgus's Dance Company on April 28th to 30th. Is there anything else you, you guys would like to add? Yeah, um, so you can buy tickets from any Orcasis member, or you can check out our website, ahsorcasis.com. Under the Events and Tickets tab, we'll be having a flash sale starting um, March 27th. Yes, or no, 28th. Um, and it'll go on for the next two weeks, and then starting April 11th, 11th yeah. I think. Um, that will be general sale until um, the day of our shows. Yeah. All right, thanks so much for being here today, Zoe and Alexa, and good luck to you guys. Now, Angelina Kim will be speaking to Hannah Aguilar, who gives us details regarding the behind the scenes of what it's like to be a member of the EDI committee. Additionally, 
Aguilar shares their thoughts on how diverse in background our district is. Hello everyone, I am Angelina Kim and I'm here with Hannah Aguilar who is one of the EDI officers here at Arcadia High School. Can you briefly introduce yourself? Hello everyone, I'm Hannah Aguilar. I'm a senior and I'm EDI's president this year. What does the EDI do and what is the purpose of EDI? So EDI's mission is to improve equity and inclusion on campus, whether it be participating in interclub council meetings to present Google Forms for inclusivity to all of the clubs on campus, or creating campus-wide events, or participating in events such as Wellness Week, which we will be doing on April 12th of this year. EDI's mission is to improve equity and inclusion as much on campus as possible. Can you take us behind the scene to some of the meetings you guys have in EDI and how do you guys plan events? Yes, so we meet every Tuesday in A204, Ms. Bisharat's room. We begin our meetings at 12.55 or 1 p.m. and we end right when lunch ends. And we begin planning meetings through collaborating with all of our members. We, we make sure that everyone has a voice in each event that we plan because we believe that it is important to let everyone have their time to shine and showcase their passions and leadership abilities. How would you describe the diversity at our AHS in our district? I think AHS is very diverse. We have a lot of people from a numerous amount of backgrounds. There are lots of languages spoken, spoken at school. So EDI's purpose is just to highlight our diversity as well. Can you talk about EDI's events like the Conversation Forum, Being Black in AHS? Yes, so so far we've had Being Black at AHS, which is a connecting through conversations discussion. And basically we have two vice principals present at, at each event, as well as our advisor, who will take all of the, the topics discussed at the event and talk to other administrators about it so that we can improve equity, diversity, and inclusion on campus and make the campus a better environment and, if necessary, adjust our culture. What are you guys' goals on focusing on the Being Black and AHS event? So we are currently working with the Black Student Union more. We're going to help them advertise, help them collaborate with us to plan more events, and we're going to be reaching out to other cultural and identity clubs as well to collaborate with us during some of our events, such as our Wellness Week one. All of the cultural and identity clubs will have space on a table to showcase some flyers or posters about what they do, their purpose, and why people should join. Personally, do you think that we can ever reach equality, and if so, how? I think that EDI focuses more on equity than equality because some people have more resources than others, so it's important to give those with less resources or less knowledge a time to shine and help them in particular to help reach a state of equity so that there's a more leveled playing field. Why should the students join the events? Our events are meant not only to help people enjoy them at the moment, but to also convey to administrators what needs to be done and what students want, especially in terms of like our school culture, administration, and just everything related to Arcadia High School. Anything else you want to share? Yes, so on April 12th, we're going to be having a day at Wellness Week, so it'll be in the rally court. We're going to be painting wooden ornaments and People are just going to be painting things that represent them, maybe a flag, multiple flags, 
symbols, anything. We're also going to be having another Connecting Through Conversations discussion. It'll be related to Women's History Month. We do not have a title quite yet, but maybe something like being a woman at AHS. The title is still in progress, though, and that will be March 22nd in, I believe, room A204 at 3.45 p.m., and it'll be in person. Thank you so much. And this was Angelina Kim here with Hannah Aguilar talking about the EDI. Thank you. Last but not least, Joshua McMahon will be reflecting on Black representation at Arcadia High School, as well as potential partnerships between the Black Student Union and different student organizations, all in a chat with Evelyn Soy. Hello, everybody. My name is Evelyn Soy, and today I'll be interviewing Joshua McMahon regarding his experience as a Black youth here at Arcadia High School. Thank you for speaking with me, Joshua. May you please introduce yourself? Thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah, my name is Joshua McMahon. I'm a senior, and I'm the president of the Black Student Union. Awesome. Could you talk a little bit more about BSU, perhaps what you guys do in it? So the goal of the BSU is to promote Black excellence at AHS and to provide a safe space for Black students at the school. And so far, the BSU's been mostly doing like community building activities through like icebreakers and things like that. But one thing I really want to do in the future is bring in guest speakers. Okay, so since BSU is relatively new, how will you guys further establish your club in the future and increase its presence on campus? I think one way to do that is by having different groups help with advertising by promoting it like what we're doing right now. And I'm also currently working on making like information cards like mm -hmm. how some of the other clubs do at the school. And then also potentially having posters for it. I see, that sounds great. I recently saw you as one of the panel speakers for EDI's Connecting Through Conversation Being Black at AHS event. Could you talk more about the conversation panel and what that meant to you? Yeah, so I really like the conversation panel that EDI provided and it allowed all the people who went there to, you know, talk about the different issues that they saw at the school and some solutions that they thought up that we could do to make the school, you know, more accommodating for everyone. And at the Being Black at AHS conversational panel, I think like a lot of things were provided that were like useful information for what we can improve on. And it also allowed me to make some connections with some of the other people in organizations that can help promote the BSU. That's great. Now, I know that it was one of the first Connecting Through Conversation panels that EDI had, so the turnout definitely wasn't a lot. How do you suppose that we can increase the turnout and show students that it's worth coming out for in the future? I think one way to increase the turnout would just be to like have teachers potentially promote it, like your homeroom or like your fourth grade teacher could promote these events, um, and also have them, I guess, be promoted on Apache News. I see. So Black History Month was last month. So did you see any form of conversations or changes at school to bring awareness about it? I don't know if I really saw um, any changes. I don't think anything that I'm aware of. I see. In your opinion, did you feel represented in the classroom, like both during Black History Month and also prior to it? And so for representation, I would say that I guess all the time I'm pretty underrepresented because like in most of my classes, I'm the only black student there. I feel like I'm decently accepted, I guess, at the school, but I still think there's a huge lack of representation in just normal classes and also in the like academic teams and organizations I at see. the school. 
Sorry about that. I recall hearing about the common usage of slurs like the N-word from students that weren't Black when you're talking about it at the conversation panel. So how do you feel that teachers and students can address actions like these? I think the main way that I've seen it be used at the school is a lot of kids think it's comedic or funny to like, use the N-word. And I think teachers can help just make it more clear that it's, it's not really funny. And I think some people have kind of worse intentions when using it, but I think the majority of kids think it's like funny and they kind of underestimate how it can make someone else feel. I see. Um, how is BSU actively trying to make classrooms more inclusive year-round? And like what actions will they take in the future? For classrooms, I feel like there's not too much we can necessarily do to make a classroom more diverse. But we're trying to create at least a community for Black students to feel more accepted. But yeah, in the classroom setting, there's not too much we can do. I see. When does BSU meet and how can individuals become a part of the organization? BSU meets on Wednesdays, once or twice a month. And to get involved in the organization, I would say just contact me and then I'll put you on the email list for it. And if anyone wants to email me, my student ID number is 28400. Um, great. Uh, if for individuals who aren't Black and just want to be allies, are they also able to join the BSU or is it just... Yeah, no, it's, it's open to anyone who is interested in, you know, helping diversity on the school. I see. In the future, can students expect to see more partnerships with BSU and other organizations on campus such as EBI to further these connections? Yes, I think it's a great idea to have more partnerships with other organizations. And I think every time EDI has a conversation on like, the topic of being Black, I think it, it would be great to have like, BSU always partnership with them. Okay, and just one last question. At Club Day and at Spring Preview, will BSU have a booth there? Yes, BSU will. Okay, um, you can check them out there at Spring Preview and next year. Uh, thank you for speaking with me, Joshua. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into episode 9 of the fifth season of Keeping It Arcadia. For the full list of episodes, you can visit dciaoc.weebly.com or visit our Podbeam podcast page. Make sure to check out at Arcadia DCI and at Arcadia Unified on Instagram and the Arcadia Unified District's Facebook to find out more information about DCI and keep up with district events. This has been Ashley with Keeping It Arcadia, and we'll see you in the next episode. This is Keeping It Arcadia signing off.